0: Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is hopefully going to be one of the most unique shows that we've done so far because we have um, Rob and Beth Vaughn of CWF, or Christian Wrestling Federation, that are with us here today. And this is going to be awesome because I am a pro wrestling fan you've heard me say before whether i'm speaking or modern christian dads or other i I, I am a mark as they would say in the business some people have no idea what that word is just means that i'm a sucker for the pro wrestling game and love it very much i'm still 41 year old dork that loves pro wrestling so nothing wrong with that so rob and beth welcome to the grace one daily podcast
1: thank you very much thanks Thanks for for,
0: for joining us you are from the Dallas Fort Worth area.
1: Yes, um, we live in Rockwall, Texas, which is where the uh, the Christian Wrestling Federation is based out of. It's a suburb about twenty miles from Dallas.
0: Yeah, and you sound like a Texan, so well, well good. Praise God! I, I hope that's good. <laughs> yes.
1: We love Texas. Yeah,
0: and Beth, you're a, an Arkansas woman.
2: Yes, I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas, okay. but got to Texas just as fast as I could. Yeah.
0: I, so I've recently repented uh, quite adamantly in regards to I used to make fun of people from Arkansas and you know I was one of those people you know and then I started going to Arkansas and now I'm completely addicted I love it (laughs) I ride my mountain bike there. Yep. I go down there and I not randomly knock on churches' doors and ask if I could be their pastor. <laughs> and they shoo <laughs> me away. They're like, uh, Who are you? I'm like, yeah. Please just let me be your pastor so I could live here. I love Arkansas. I'm now, there uh, I, I love it. I'll probably retire there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my heavenly home one day and eternity is going to look like Arkansas. That. So, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Well,
1: we have family there. So, <laughs> <that's>, uh <laughs> that's why we uh, get to go up there from time to time
0: my other story my texas story is so i'm a big africa junkie so i've done a lot of missions in africa and so one time i was in a country called Lesotho, africa and i was out in the bush i mean we were not like in an urban area whatsoever so i'm a guitar player so they usually love music and so i always do a lot of music so i was in a small i mean bush church in Lesotho, Africa, which is Southern Africa, and doing my thing, and the missionary there with me is laughing at me, like through a lot of what I'm doing. And I was kinda of a little perturbed, you know? I was like, why are you laughing? I'm trying to preach the gospel, I'm being serious. And we, we get, you know, in the car to leave. I'm like, Rich, what was so funny during the service, man? Like, I don't understand. You're almost borderline distracting me there for a minute. And he said, I couldn't stop laughing because the, the pastor of the church said, you play just like a texan (laughs) and i was like okay i don't know what that means or how how would this nice bush pastor even know what a texan place is like so i for i forever remember that so really great to have you guys are making your way through you got some family in arkansas and you also got to experience branson which is our southwest missouri um Big deal that we have around here. So, yep, we sure did. Your yeah. thoughts on that, real quick? I mean,
1: it was. Uh, I've been. I, <laughs> I came years and years ago, and this was her her first our first time together to come, and uh, we were only here for a couple of days, and. Um, Yeah, we enjoyed it. But
2: a shout out to that Clay Cooper show because it was so God honoring. So if you ever want to check out a show, that's the one to go to.
0: Yeah, all kinds of cool stuff in Branson. Uh, And once you're like, the downside of living here is now like my wife, because you're busy with life and kids. So like every anniversary, every like, okay, let's just go to Branson.
1: (laughs) You know, you're like, okay, we should
0: go someplace, we'll just go to Branson. Branson. So that's what you do when you live here. Yeah. Okay. you love it but you hate it because it's like it's just close enough where you know you don't want to spend money and yes do the other stuff yeah. like we, we, we enjoyed just go it to though. branson we did, yeah. we did. <laughs> so anyway well let's, enough of that stuff let's get into the story here you guys represent an organization called christian wrestling federation cwf mm-hmm. uh, i actually how i found you guys was just Googling, you know, just stumbling Mm -hmm. across the internet, trying to find Christian wrestling and came across you guys. So that was really cool. Give us a, we'll dive into a little bit deeper, but give us a little brief bio about CWF.
1: The Christian Wrestling Federation, we are a nonprofit sports outreach ministry. We just celebrated in May of this year, our 20 year anniversary. And it is, um, we use pro wrestling to get people in the door and share the gospel we have wrestlers that share testimony we do gospel presentations we have um, we've been filming for about almost august will be two years uh a youtube uh, we have about almost 60 half-hour youtube shows yeah and you can go on check them out and um and see about two to three matches and then they'll have a gospel presentation so anyways we have uh, been blessed over 20 years we have traveled the world we've been in five foreign countries we have uh 35 states we have um um gosh we've seen over 40,000 people give their lives to Jesus wow. Christ at our wrestling events that we know of. And so that's cool. Um, we're just using the tools that God's given us. It's a very difficult ministry because uh, finding uh, Christians who just happen to be wrestlers is like finding a <laughs> needle in a haystack. Sure. And so, but uh, God has really blessed us in uh, being able to disciple young guys that come into uh, and teach them how to walk that road of, uh, of, of being a, a God honoring man and, uh, um, and in, in being somebody that can uh, juggle their faith and family,
0: yeah. And talk about you know I'm 41 now, so I'm I'm getting past the wrestling prime. Mm-hmm. So if I would have only known, that's right. Ten, but I mean Chris right. Jericho is. 50, 51. Yes. So I mean, I I have a few matches, yes. potentially in me, Rob. You know, if you give me the right training,
1: yeah, it, it is possible. It really is. <laughs> and so we we had uh, we have had a couple of guys over the years that didn't start till they were forty, but uh, you know, they, God. they were in phenomenal shape and uh, came in with good attitudes, good work ethics, and and uh, of course they had incredible testimonies. That was the main the main thing. But they wrestled, they got their time in, and and uh, served our ministry well. But uh, it does take a toll on your body. I don't care. If yeah. People say, oh, the number. One question, it's I get yes, is, it's fake. The rest yes. Of it is fake. But you know what? Uh, anybody that's ever gone through it knows that uh, it is, uh, There's a way to do it, a proper way to do it, and it does take a toll on your body.
0: Wow. Did Did you? I mean, uh, not to get too sidetracked here, but when you first met me, did you? he'd make a good pro wrestler I think you, you know?
1: know you've got the mindset for it. you've got the mindset for it not the body but the yeah, mindset yeah.
0: The, the the heel uh, heel or were, are you detecting heel yeah, or can, good guy baby face
1: pastors usually make the best heels <laughs> right yes because they get their alter yeah. ego comes out real yes. strong
0: right you know? <laughs> Well, anyway, that's cool to hear what a tool that this ministry has been to reach people. Let's talk a little bit about your journey leading up to CWF, but kind of both of you, your spiritual lives, your journey of faith in Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, Both of us grew up, Beth and I grew up in in totally opposite homes. I grew up in a, a home that uh, did not attend church. I was the first one in my family uh, because a friend had invited me over and over again in uh, middle school. And that was the first time I'd ever heard about what it meant to have a personal relationship with Christ. And so uh, I received Christ as my Lord and Savior as a middle school student and uh, got involved in the youth group. And eventually my mom, my sister came to church and, and received Christ, got baptized. And so I'm the one that kind of, the Lord kind of started it through me in mm. our family. When here as Beth, Complete opposite. Tell them your story. Yeah. That's right. Well, I grew up
2: Southern Baptist, uh, as you
1: was, can tell by the accent. Yeah. Right, yeah. right.
2: My dad was a pastor to the deaf at First Baptist Dallas, and
0: which so,
1: I'm sure is a huge, huge church, church, right? Yeah, huge. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yes. In the would you say in the mid 80s, it was the largest deaf church in the world.
2: Yes. Wow. Yes. So I grew up all my life going to church, picking up people, dropping them back off. I was in a Christian. Uh, Call, uh, high school, college, and now I even teach at a Christian school. So wow. I was surrounded all my life, but in when I was nine years old, I felt the Holy Spirit convicting me, it's time to give your heart wow. to Jesus Christ and make Him Savior of your life. And so I remember bowing down at the end of my bed with my daddy and praying that prayer for hmm. Jesus to come into my heart.
0: Wow. So praise God. Yes, Amen. That's so. Uh, you're you're saying there are other churches in Texas besides Joel Olstein's church? Is that correct? Who? I'm just kidding. Who? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right. Is you that, that a
1: pastor? Right, yes, right.
0: Yeah, yes, anyway. yes. Wow. So then, um, your your upbringing, you get involved in church, Rob, and it was consistent from middle school on. Middle
1: school on, uh, college. I, I, I I tried, but I was playing college football. As and I was going to
0: you're a sports guy right I yeah. was,
1: and I really wished I would have had some type of mentorship during that time, mm-hmm. and like we're providing now for these guys that are 18 to 22 coming through our ministry. But um, I was um, living in Alva, Oklahoma. I was a graduate assistant at Northwestern Oklahoma State, and I realized I need to. I was 25 years old i realized i need to rededicate my life i need to make that commitment again and uh, and say lord i want to live for you first and um and so i did that and that's when my journey kind of really took off from Mm -hmm. there i coached a few more years i've always been a coach i still coach high school football back home in texas but um I really, uh, I traveled with the power team for a while. Okay. I, I broke bricks and bats, and yeah. blew up hot water bottles, and <laughs> uh, and then a, a, a group broke off from there called Team Impact, and I went yes. with them, and yep. traveled with okay. them. So I did all that for about a year and a half, and but I've always loved wrestling. I mean, I wasn't just yeah. like super crazy about it, but I loved it. And uh, when I got the opportunity, uh, a guy I went to high school with, he um, he was running a wrestling school, and I ran into him, He's like, dude, look how big you are, man, I'm running a wrestling <laughs> school. So you know, I was almost um, I was almost 29 at the time, and uh, I mm. said, "Man, if I never do try this, I'll, I never will know." Yeah. So I tried okay. it, and I went through the wrestling school, and and I started traveling with him and doing some shows, and and after about eight months of it, I was like, "God, this is what wrestling's all about." I mean, it, <laughs> I, it was it was, not, it was oh, so it was bad, not it, like you're no, it was it was very you were not addicted to it. <laughs> it was very. It's all about me, you know, okay. and. Um, And so I was in San Antonio, Texas in August of uh, 1999. I was visiting with some friends. He said, man, how's that wrestling going? I said, gosh, I I just told him all the reasons why I was telling you. I don't like it because this, 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 I'm fixing to get out of it. I'm "I'm wasting my time. And that's when he said, what if you made a ministry out of wrestling? He goes, those are the people that need Jesus. Hmm. That's the first time I'd ever thought about that. Yeah,
0: because to to clarify, you were kind of like an indie wrestler training, doing matches, but not leading
1: a – organization of any kind no i have just yeah just an indie wrestler and so that's kind of where the whole idea started so I went home prayed about it for a few months and uh so, all right, Lord. I don't know what this looks like, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to jump in and, and give it a shot. And and of course, it's taken a different direction. than I mean, the, the, eventually, we just wanted to do youth camps and hope to do some youth camps and okay. maybe a few churches around Dallas. And man, he it's like you know sometimes we, we put God in a box and <laughs> this is what we want, Lord. Yeah, and He's got so much more yep. outside of that and for us,
0: exceedingly abundantly Amen. above all we could ask That's or right. imagine. Amen. That's usually what He does, right? Yes. Amen. So yeah, so you get into uh, I mean, as a I'm trying to go back now just a little bit as far as a high school or a young man mm-hmm. an adult was that uh, your call what you felt your calling was at the time you really wasn't registering necessarily at that point you know, right
1: i knew probably about 16 that uh, the lord wanted me i was a big sports guy i was quarterback on our high school football team played basketball baseball everything and uh, i wanted to do that in college but i knew the lord had something in store for me mm-hmm. and but i never really I went off to college, played football. I didn't really pursue the ministry side of it. But at that time when I was 25, uh, I thought it was the power team because yeah. I used to be really big. And so <laughs> when I joined up with the power team, I was like, all right, Lord, this is yeah. my calling. And, boy, I got to see a bunch of different things go mm-hmm. good and bad with that. And, uh, and, you know, he was leading me on that journey. And then when yeah. you put Beth and I together, man, it's so important to have that partner Mm-hmm. to do ministry with because we, yeah. when you're doing it on your own, it's, it's, it's lonely and it's uh, um, a lot of times yeah. and you feel like two steps forward, one step back. So Beth has been uh, my best partner.
0: Cool. And that's all, you know, like I've been trying to the last few weeks here when I refer to Christian Wrestling Federation, trying to explain it to people. I don't uh-huh. think it's a fair illustration, but I do bring up the power team just so people get sure. a, a frame of reference, you yep. know. But I don't think that's an overall – fair example of really what cwf is i'm just trying to it's just people in (laughs) there
1: well i mean if you if you compare it to that it's just the attraction you know yeah something that's going to attract people to come in and then you can present your you know do your gospel presentation
0: yeah so then how did you beth it's i mean you're all aboard here like it's it's uh, maybe it's just because my wife is so (laughs) anti-pro-wrestling When I meet a woman who likes pro wrestling, I was like, whoa, this is amazing, you know? Yeah, no, I just
2: jumped right into the uh, ring. (laughs)
0: um,
2: You know, I feel like I have, from the moment the people walk in, that I want to welcome them, I want to greet them, I want to pull them in and just show them the love of Jesus, Mm -hmm. be the hands Mm -hmm. and feet of Jesus right then. And then in the show, you know, they just get hooked. And at the end, we have an altar call, and we share the gospel and so it's just been amazing an amazing yeah. journey to uh, it's a privilege to serve with my husband
0: yeah and when you got married to rob was he already had it already started or no oh, yes okay oh okay. yes okay.
2: exactly right it, yeah. it was already going and at first i was like wrestling is that like <laughs> where you put those things on your hands and you put yeah. each other no that's boxing okay, okay. well yeah. let's go let's check it out yeah so i was open to how the lord wanted me uh to be used by him so
0: so no apprehension, no. Uh, you were on board from on the get go. Board,
2: on board, and I that's love cool. these brothers and sisters. They, we are yeah. a family, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's been a great journey and privilege to serve along them too, alongside uh-huh. of them as yeah.
0: well. And although you yourself are not a pro wrestler, is that, that correct? Is correct. Okay, gotcha.
2: Professional greeter. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and There's supporter. a place for everyone there. That's so right. that's, that's right. awesome. Which uh, it is. I, I bring that up because you know women's wrestling has in terms of pro wrestling or professional wrestling has increased mm-hmm. dramatically in the, the last mm-hmm. decade yes. where in the past you know tw- 20 years ago it was nothing more than a, a, what would they call a visual aid or mm-hmm. a, a piece yeah. or you know terms that are not endearing towards women exactly. where now women have become some amazing athletes Betters, even in the pro wrestling right. game right.
1: and that's just something we've never never even entertained the thought mm-hmm. i mean i don't i don't know it's just it's never come up or we had a couple of girls that showed me, Hey, I'm, you know, what about wrestling school or something? But I just, I don't know. just been a brotherhood. And I, okay. I, oh and yeah. So no. I, and I'm always, currently plus, training we'll you video. know, if you think about, if you really start thinking about our society today and the way things that might open up a can of worms that we don't want to go yeah. down. Yeah. And so, um, I think the Lord has us where He wants us right now. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that's cool. So let's talk about the beginnings of it. You get the idea. You have the thought, the conversation. Mm-hmm. Where does it go from there once you? So I uh, that, after that first praying, initial conversation. Yeah,
1: after praying about it for a few months, I said, "All right, Lord, let's. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm jumping in with both feet. Where do you want uh, me to start? So I got a website. I uh, found a. Um, a couple of guys who were, you know, back then, late '90s. We're talking, you know, all the, the internet's still kind of new, uh, yep. uh, graphics and stuff. Or, you know, and, and so uh, a guy at our church was he was a fifty dollar a week intern at, at this large church we, that we go to back home. And and uh, Greg, he just graduated from college and he he knew a little bit about graphic design. I said, can you make me five logos and I'll pick one of them. And and so uh, the logo on her shirt right here is yeah. the one that we picked. That's and, awesome. uh, cool. Um, yep. I paid him 50 bucks for it, and now he, now he's the lead pastor. Uh, he's, he's a pastor in charge of all the campuses now of um, of our church, and so um, he's come a long way in 20 years. But anyway, so we started. I found a few guys um, at Mary Hardin Baylor University. Uh, it's a Christian college down in Texas. Love Baylor and, and, uh, University. I uh, want my daughter to go there. Mary Hardin Baylor. Oh, Mary. Okay. Wait, wait, Mary wait. Harden.
2: Back up. Okay. I graduated from... The Baylor. The yeah. Baylor, sure. okay. Yes. She's a Baylor great med- Baylor.
0: Med- medical program, which my daughter wants to go to. That's awesome. why she wants to go to. She
2: wants awesome. to be a medical great missionary. Choice. So, Oh, my yeah. goodness. Perfect. Yes. Okay.
1: Mary Harden Baylor is a sister college not very far from Waco. Yeah. Uh, got it. Okay. And, um, and so I found some guys there, believers, loved wrestling. And so I, I started with them. And then just as word of mouth got around, we had a few guys. And like I said in the beginning, our goal was just to – Hey, let's just get, if we can hit some church camps and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we did, we, uh, and man, the Lord just, he put a group that first couple of years, he put a group of guys together that were just able to travel. We just, we, I mean, we had no money. We just, uh, (laughs) just took off and went wherever and, um, Um, with our ring, and so anyway, the first year we did 55 events all over the country. We were just driving and showing up and sleeping wherever, and it's it's kind of a little better since then, accommodation-wise and stuff. Well, and um, that
2: just shows you that with God, all things are possible when He wants to use you, he will equip and he will provide mm-hmm. and he will light up that path. So, yeah.
0: God written so, people were pretty it. open to it. Was You uh, didn't have to necessarily bust the door down, but, well, or any weird interactions. Yes,
1: or, there was. And because uh, <laughs> it, it's an unknown entity. People like, yes. Christian wrestling, what is that supposed to be? And so, we did have some blank stairs, had some nervous youth ministers that mm-hmm. brought us in and, <laughs> and, uh, and stuff. So, uh, once the concept, uh, once people started to understand it, word of mouth got out there, the internet became more where you could share stuff and see pictures and and video then uh um it it became a lot easier but yeah it, it was, first couple of years were pretty tough
0: yeah so as it began to grow then it became what you're like this could be a, a real thing or mm-hmm. keep pushing forward or
1: you know I, that's one thing is i've never stopped i have pushed forward this entire time and uh you know we've had some guys that come and serve for uh, a season and leave and and this or that but uh um, and I've got some guys. I got several guys. I mean, we, sometimes we sit around and say, "Oh my gosh, look around here." He's been with me 18 years, 16, 10. Wow. We got guys that have, they just found their home and they just serve. None of us are full time. None of us. All of us have other jobs. We uh, we do this in our spare time, and uh, we are donor supported. We are um, uh, we get you know we get paid for like, road shows, and we have kids camps, and and we have a, guy, a wrestling school that we train guys. And so it is. Uh, it, if if you looked at it on paper you would say this is a <laughs> money loser <laughs> yeah but you look Makes at it sense. with god's help mm-hmm. then that's the only way that you can see right. the success in it
0: yeah, because are are you actively wrestling right now yourself? I still do. You're under the name Jesus Freak. Jesus Freak, yeah. Yeah, I still do. I didn't make that connection until like a week. I mean, I looked at the website and everything. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, he's Jesus Freak. Yeah,
1: so I still am. And, uh, you know, Lord's blessed me to, with the health to continue. And uh, I'm going to keep doing it until I feel like I can't do it anymore. Because yeah. wrestling is one of those sports where once you stop, it's almost impossible. Once <laughs> you get a- up there in age, you've taken enough punishment, yeah. your body, it, I think it'd be more more difficult to try to, well, I missed after a couple of years. I'm going to go back. And try, I, man, I, I just don't want to be that person. I want to go until I can't go. And then I step aside and say, man, I, I gave it all.
0: Yeah. You're not, I mean, we're not necessarily going here in chronological order, if you will, but going back to when you were a wrestler, mm-hmm. was that a goal? Was that a goal at the time to be a, a full-time pro wrestler or just more
1: no enjoyment? I, I knew this. A
0: weekend kind of no, yeah, Escape, I, I, if want, you want.
1: I, I wanted to. Yeah, when I started out and started doing indies, I just kind of wanted to, to see if I could do it, and um, and then when CWF started, and as it grew that first year or two, then uh, then I started. It's like wow, I, I, this is I found my passion. I found I found mm-hmm. my my love and uh, of combining, you know, ministry and and being able to travel. I've met you know people like yourself all over the country. Yeah. you know, all over the world, and. Yeah. Um, and so it's allowed all of this. And so that that's really as far as I wanted. I didn't have any yeah. aspirations of <laughs> moving up to WWE or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Holding holding that WWE world champion. that Intercon my favorite <laughs> is the Intercontinental Championship. That's yeah. my favorite one of all time. But Yeah,
1: we always we always laugh about belts, you know, and titles with C W F and And uh, one one we've always talked about we've never done is the interdenominational belt. Oh, that'd be amazing. I know, so maybe someday we'll get to it.
0: Oh no, the the Pentecostal guy's gonna be the Baptist (laughs) guy. Oh no,
1: that's a great
0: idea. And that's the one you could do against pastors, where you you throw those those pastors in the ring and let them go. A royal rumble, if you will, of (laughs) pastors from all denominations.
1: That probably for the ugly, strap pretty yeah. ugly but you
0: know i would get in that one for sure definitely know. definitely <laughs> but anyway that that that's cool what i like about you know what i like about 2020 uh, which ha- has always been around in some senses but i think it has, has grown because of social media youtube is that there is a place for everyone in the kingdom and to express what god has put inside of you in the kingdom yeah you know more than ever before you know and and, and what, you, what you just brought up is so pivotal for every believer or follower of Christ to get is like what are you passionate about use that for Jesus right i mean are you passionate about pro wrestling you can use that for Jesus you know are you because there's things now like you could have never have done 100 years ago like i mean skateboarding was not around 100 years ago right i mean you couldn't have been a pro skateboarder 100 years ago uh-huh. you know it, but it is now and some people, you know whatever your passion is you can not only be good at that but you can use that for jesus i don't think a lot of people have have got that or are still yet to get that in their spiritual right. journey
1: you're, you're agreeing
0: so i mean because now you're using it you're you're not you it's not like an excuse right mm-hmm. it's like it's not like well uh i really like pro wrestling and i'm gonna throw god in there just to make it sound like he's there. I mean, Jesus is at the center Center of of CWF. People are being saved through
1: CWF. And that's what I want to point out is I think that is, I believe it is a calling. God has put this calling on on my life and brought Beth along for the ride with this. But um, I don't... I don't think it's something that uh, i just say hey you know it's the way i make some money or you know because believe me it's not (laughs) like i said before it's not but it's a place where where we are growing men for the kingdom Mm -hmm. and young men older guys whoever it is that's coming to us i really believe god has allowed this platform you know the wrestling is the hook now that is yes right that's what brings people in the door yeah but it is a place where um you know, they come and, and, we, and we can feed them spiritually,
0: yeah. And we talked about how now that it has been around for a while, what a sent. it's still a sentimental thing for old guys, right. for young people. For you know, I mean, you can like, like we were talking about with your mom, or I mean, you can go back in the day, it's been around for a long time. But you know, when things uh, pull up for me, like you know, the ultimate warrior, oh, and yeah. macho man, you know, those bring back significant childhood memories, and sure. it's still something a lot of people can connect with at multiple age, ages and generations. And it's kind of like, uh, this is not a great example, but it's, it's almost something like Star Wars. You know, like Star Wars now, uh, it, it, it's not just for four 50-year-old dudes. I mean, now those 50-year-old dudes are indoctrinating their kids and their <laughs> yeah, grandkids that's right, that's to right. be Star Wars junk. And it, Same thing with wrestling. We're seeing yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like even my kids, you know, they were um, – you know, they're, it's not their main passion, but you know, that you, that your passion bleeds down into yeah. the generations below you. And yeah. and so this, this can be a tremendous tool for the kingdom of God.
1: Amen. And we've been able to meet people, like I said, meet, meet other, I've met, you know, guys that you watch growing up, you know, that have become believers and, and, uh, and guys that were nobodies have become believers and end up on, you know, TV. I mean, Lord has really allowed us to meet some people that uh it's been it's been amazing. Uh just a r- real quick story. Terry Bam Bam Gordy. I don't know if you remember okay. him, one yes. of the free birds. Yep. Okay. Well, when I was a senior in high school, a bunch of us started going down to the sportatorium uh during my senior year and watching the Von Ericks and the Freebirds and all that. And one night Carrie Von Eric and, and and Terry were were uh, Gordy were fighting up the aisle. They were coming up the <laughs> aisle, and I was sitting on the corner okay. and Carrie hits Gordy and he backs into me and I sit down in the, on the bench and, and Gordy is in my lap. I'm covered in his sweat and 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 Carrie's got him by the hair and he's, he's just punching him. I'm just like,
0: Whoa. bam, bam.
1: Gordy is in my lap and then fast forward 11 years later, I go to a wrestling show and I walk in the locker room and he is sitting over there lacing up his boots. He's wrestling the main event that night. Wow! And I was so excited to go over there and tell him the story. And he could have yeah. cared less. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But hey, it was, it was cool for me. That's right. But, um, oh man, so, so many thoughts that I'm processing here. Just <laughs> just, just amazing. Yeah, and that's where people get addicted. I've heard so many people. That's why people need to see CWF in real life. You that's can right. watch the YouTube channel, you, et cetera. But I've met so many people that that's when they really got hooked. I mean, they loved pro wrestling. They thought it was cool. But when they saw it live, right. that's when it became even more real to them without well, the point i was getting to is is how needed obviously it's a tremendous tool mm-hmm. to preach and share the gospel with a very diverse group of people sure. and age groups etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, because grandpa you know like i said it's something that i can minister to a grandpa as as well as to a kid but how much the gospel is needed in that that community and in that culture that is pro wrestlers i don't know if you happen to see this but uh, there's been documentaries called The Dark Side of the Ring come yeah, out, and I and, and the reason I, I had that thought, even when we just met here the last couple hours, is because they talked so much. One they did was on the Von Erich fa- family, mm-hmm. Carrie Von Erich, drug-infested family. A lot of it was facilitated, at least the docum- documentary presented by the father, and, and it's a hardcore culture. I mean, right. you know, it's it's a culture of sin. Uh, even, like I said, I have a, a good friend of mine who wrestled in the late 80s early to mid nineties. And it was a culture of, uh, drugs, uh, sex, and, and it was a sinful culture. So the gospels needed pro wrestlers need to get saved. People in the wrestling industry need to get saved as well.
1: Yep. For sure.
0: What's your interactions? I mean, I know you have CWF to interact with other organizations, et cetera.
1: Well, we have, uh, we have a few guys that we use that, um, around the country, some of them are from former WWE WCW guys. And, uh, um, and so I, I find guys around the country. From uh, AJ Styles was one of my best recruiters when he wrestled for us. Uh, He's like, "Man, I got this guy. He's a great believer." Wow. And, and so when we still use some of those guys today that AJ recommended to us. And so yeah, uh, so we find we find guys like that. Actually, you know what? As this thing has evolved over the years, they find us pretty much. I don't, okay. I really don't have to go seeking anymore. They, yeah. they're able to find us. Wow.
0: And COVID nineteen has done obviously. A lot of weird things for every industry, business. But prior to COVID nineteen, I mean, wrestling in general, but specifically uh, indie wrestling was it was blowing up, yes. uh, very big. I mean, guys were because you know it used to be uh, WWE as the end all be all, but now there's multiple organizations from Impact Wrestling to AEW, to All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, all kinds of 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 andy shows uh mlf i mean you just can go on and on and now there's guys that are able to do it Uh, what i'm trying to get at is it's become so big now that there's a lot of guys that are doing as a living Mm -hmm. full-time that are not wwe stars it's become that big
1: yeah for sure we got some guys one of my wrestlers right now is um he's on a uh, um see today's thursday yeah he flies back tomorrow uh, he'll be back tomorrow he's flying back uh he was filming for new japan from
0: new japan yeah wow.
1: and uh so he'll be back this weekend and you know we got guys that uh you're right they they're able to do this and and uh, there's wrestling schools all over the place and, and a lot of big names have wrestling schools and they're able to make money you know from from that too so yeah there's plenty of opportunities in wrestling and it was real strong we're, you know we're in the dallas area and it was real strong in the dallas area before covid hit and i know a yeah. couple of companies that didn't aren't even coming back from it oh
0: wow Sad, sad. Uh, talk, talk to me a little bit about the inside, behind the curtain, CWF, what wrestlers that are with your organization go through in terms of practically some of the training, but also you talked a lot about the discipleship, the time, the mentoring time. What does what some of those things look
1: like? Um, you know, everybody has hobbies or things that they like to do. Some play softball, some, uh, you know, go to axe throwing and and uh, whatever whatever your passion is, you do. And so one of the things we have we have struggled with, with our guys over the years is that um, uh, the time away, because it's, it's a volunteer thing. It's not a, you know, we're not getting paid big bucks to do this. And so it's a volunteer thing. And so um, the sometimes their wives or girlfriends, you know, we have a Monday night training. We have Bible study that night. So they're gone from basically 6 to 10 p.m. And then they come back on Thursday nights for, um, uh, some of the newer guys for training from seven to nine, and then we have shows on the weekend. There's some days we're up there. We had a we had a week last week where the ring broke, and and uh, we had to take that to get fixed, go pick it back wow. up, set up, and then uh, I mean we have, we were up there four or five days in a row, and so you know those kind of things happen, and uh, and so what I, what I want people to understand is that when when they leave the house and they come. To our group, they are. It's not like they're going to a bar. It's not like they're going to. They're in a positive environment. We are. We are pushing hey guys, we, we'll teach you how to be the man of your house. Because mm-hmm. we get a lot of guys that come in that are just all over the map yeah. you know, <laughs> when they start out. We'll teach you how to be the, the, the head of your household, what that means, what, how Christ has designed that. And so you're spending time with brothers in Christ. You're not spending time hearing dirty jokes or, or watching stuff you're not supposed to or drinking or, or stuff like that. You know, you're know, you there to get fed spiritually. And so Beth, uh, about a year and a half ago, she felt led to, to start a Bible study on the same night monday nights where the guys are training to start it for the cwf girlfriends and wives and she got a few going but then they started back friends and stuff and I mean, yeah there's, there's, and i was
0: just going to touch on you beth as i'm sure it's a time for you to minister to those girlfriends wives
2: it is it's a yeah. sisterhood too and right. so yes every monday night we meet and we dive into the word and um it's really grown a lot
0: wow speaking of the dark side of the ring i i uh, one of the episodes was on macho man and miss elizabeth but you know she ended up o- o- overdosing on drugs she had left macho man for lex luger lex luger got her hooked on drugs they overdose one night and she dies the next morning uh and but a lot of it was that whole culture and she as a woman didn't really have a lot of places to run to or turn to she had, was pretty good friends with Hulk Hogan's wife Uh, but you know man there's a ministry there too in and of itself Mm -hmm. for women who might be in this culture or in this community that desperately need ministry as well absolutely so what's the game plan now it's 2020 COVID-19 all this crazy stuff going on What's the game plan for CWF?
1: You know, uh, I've heard outside of
0: trying to get me in the ring and and bringing the modern Christian Dad's podcast world championship belt into the scene. I mean, there's some angles there. I mean, that that we there's some angles here, uh, potential angles in the future. But besides that, besides that.
1: You know, I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh gosh, are we going to be able to recover from this shutdown? Are we going to be able to do this with that?" You know what? God has slowed. I really <laughs> He has slowed this down for us to get refocused. And, and during this time, Beth and I have prayed, and and uh, we see. You know what? It's time to it's time to go even more full force than we've done before. Yeah. And so we are really we have a, we have a CWF West Texas that one of our guys, uh, Mike Watt. Um, He runs that out there, and it's been around for a few years, and he handles all the Lubbock area and New Mexico and and, uh, South Texas and and all that. But uh, we're really looking to branch out. We really feel like we have a product that uh, not only is entertaining, but, uh, man, it is just uh – is so good with the discipleship and the the brotherhood and the sisterhood. And Mm -hmm. and we really are looking to branch out around the country and uh, find other, other like-minded pastors or churches and uh, that, uh, that may want to receive something like this and, and, and start some sort of partnership, you know? Yeah,
0: that's cool. We see it growing. Yeah. Well, back in the, back in the day, they used to have the territory days. They used to call it way back in the day. And so I'm grateful that you were bold enough to step into mcd territory as we would call it here modern Modern christian Christian dad's dads territory step into the podcast how can people uh get in touch with your ministry
1: you know we have a a christian wrestling federation facebook page and um and then our website is christianwrestling.com which i'm pulling
0: up if you're watching facebook live you can see taste of that christianwrestling.com
1: and then um and we do monthly shows in there in rockwall texas and we 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 Chop those up and put them into half-hour shows on YouTube. So if you pull up CWF Rockwall, then uh, you, on YouTube, then you can find all those uh, those um, you know half-hour shows on there. So anyway, those are the a few ways to get in touch with us, and and that's my. I mean, I'm still old school. That's my my, my <laughs> cell phone number is uh, on the website. So if you call, it's not a. A business yeah. line it's usually usually get right through because uh you know a lot of people don't expect to get through to anybody anymore you know I, it's
0: you, it's true uh, yes when i called you that's why i was like oh this i got a hold of him real easy that's exactly. amazing
1: So I well, we're st-
2: always looking to go to church camps or churches we're willing to travel and go and uh, so that's open as well
1: exactly yeah that's
0: cool because kid, you know i did now I've, I've had a plethora of things that I've done in, in the past, never tra- trained officially in the pro wrestling game. I've done some Taekwondo, I've done boxing, things of that nature. Uh, but you know I find it to be, uh, specifically when I was doing boxing, the last church I pastored at, we had a boxing program in our church. And that was great for young guys, you know because listen, young boys are young boys, which you know of, and they have energy and aggression and uh, that needs to be let, let out in a productive, right. Productive way, yeah. and man, you know, it could be pro wrestling for young kids. So, so I'm going back to the point of talking about: youth camps and things of that. That you guys have done, I think, is really cool. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, so ChristianWrestling.com. You. Christian mm-hmm. you have the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Any any other places people Facebook can catch up.
1: And uh, you can look me up on Facebook personally. I mean, I we we do a lot of the, a lot of the, our stuff crosses over between Rob Vaughn's Facebook page and uh, and Christian Wrestling, so and uh, it links up a lot of our guys. But um, yeah, one thing that uh, you know people have always said about our ministries, we're very accessible, and um, you know I, I always want people to feel comfortable like churches and youth ministers, pastors, whoever brings us in or or calls us wants to, you know, I want them to be able to, you know, it's not some big, you know, huge ministry and stuff. It's, Man, we uh, we have our struggles just like everybody else, and uh, but we're here to serve the Lord and just keep going forward. And and yeah. uh, and it's it's just about the people you meet along the way. Yeah, you know, that you can share Jesus yeah. with, or that you can partner up and and yeah. share more Jesus with. Yeah,
0: you're not like Vince Vince McMahon yet. You don't have the CWF private jet or no, all those kind of things. <laughs> we <Well, a> have <laughs> <maybe> to- <laughs> yeah, a pilot. Yeah, we got a pilot training. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe someday he can flash around.
0: That's awesome. CWF, Christian Wrestling Federation, ChristianWrestling.com. I hope people that are listening will check that out. Awesome to hear your story. I think the only thing that offended me was that you said I didn't quite have the body yet for pro wrestling, but we can take care of that off air later on today. But uh, God bless you guys. We really appreciate you. I hope people check this out, be encouraged by it, and definitely check into your ministry as well. So guys, thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll talk to you next time.